I would love to bring back the uh, Buddy Smut Hour to the Patreon feed. Uh, once I clean out the garage... That was which, a joke. I don't actually want no, no, that. No. Radio is coming in fast on your bitch ass. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror nonsense. Wasting my time, wasting your time. Let's waste our time together with Mr. Jason Harrell, who has returned. I am here, and I am wasting my time for damn sure. <laughs> you bet your sweet ass you are. <laughs> who else is wasting our time with us tonight? Buddy. Hey. Buddy, buddy. Uh, I'm back. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> what's going on, fellas? What's what's new? What's going on with you guys? What's new with you, buddy? Buddy, we missed you. What's yeah. it been? Three, four weeks now? No, three weeks. I'm trying to I think, think of three. Two weeks. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, a little while. It's been a while, my friend. I know I popped in here one time. You did. <laughs> you did. We made a, here once. a rare guest appearance. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> what's going on, dude? How you been? Just working? Yeah, working a lot, trying to just... we got new racking going on at work, but... Uh, I've that, got some new racking going yeah, on, yeah. also. <laughs> so just prepping for that. Enough about work, though. Um, other than that, my uncle just passed away. Oh, shit! Yeah. I Sunday, feel like... Sunday the, morning. Every time we see you, you you got another tragedy to, to unload on us. Yeah. I'm with that. I hate it, but I'm with that. Mm-hmm. By all means. Bring your emotional baggage in here and leave it. <laughs> right. Feel better when you leave, we hope, is what we're, what we're going for. Well, that sucks, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Padded Room family, we're here for you, fella. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a hug. And we're also here to watch uh, various family members fall off left and right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the curse of the Padded Room. <laughs> it just permeates through all of life. Somehow, yeah. I am impervious to it. Like, I'm know. the only one that hasn't lost a mom so far. That's a good thing. I don't know what to, and I'm the only one asking to lose Yeah, mom. I was going to say. <laughs> My mom alive and kicking, I can't get rid of this bitch. <laughs> oh, shit, Jason, what's up with you, big guy? Uh, let's see, uh, still back at work. Yeah. Did take a four-day weekend, uh, you know, because... How dare I show up? Right, because why um, not? <laughs> I did uh, just get my first paycheck in over a year. Okay, so that was well, nice. Was That's it, nice. Well, like one day's worth. Uh, well, I okay. Te- technically, right. yeah. technically, I got two paychecks. One was for one day, okay. the last day of April, and then I oh just got goodness. a full month of pay. That it cost boy. me roughly eleven hundred dollars in gas to go earn that that check, <laughs> but uh, it was worth it. So, well, uh, was it though? I mean, eleven yeah, right? hundred's a big number. 
Yeah, it's okay. All right, well. Get balanced. I'm almost done. Okay, good uh, for you. Let's see. Uh, we've got some, <laughs> got some big updates to the Padded Room website. That yeah, I, that what's got, happening got awesome. in. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit further when you make some announcements. Okay, fair right. enough. Um, and uh, Sarah and I have uh, officially launched our Halloween website. Oh, shit. Ooh, uh, oh, shit. That just kind of lets you get an insight to all of the prior years of Halloween and stuff. 1031 Halloween. Halloween. No, 1031 Halloween.com. It's, it's, it's not Haroloween anymore? It takes you to Haroloween. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I it's, figured nobody could spell Harold. I mean, uh. <laughs> you're, you're, it's a lot of syllables to pack into one Haroloween. I didn't feel like spelling it out for everybody, so I, I bought a second domain name just to send people to the right <laughs> one. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, why, why those extra seven keystrokes, you know? They'll really white knuckle you. It's well worth the eight bucks. I totally, absolutely. And that's about it. Right on, dudes. Hmm. Gentlemen, I am fresh out of a kindergarten graduation. Yeah. Congratulations. That shit. math really held you up for a it while. Did. Yeah. It did, but I am now officially a first grader. <laughs> Higher education, bigger paycheck, here I come. Nice. No, yeah. it's my daughter's, uh, she just graduated kindergarten. Dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I never had a graduation for kindergarten. No. 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 When the fuck did this start? Now I gotta take off of work early. I gotta go down there. I gotta sit in a sweaty ass gym. It's 350 degrees in there. Uh, while my daughter sing- runs me through the entire catalog of uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Ooh. She has to sing the whole thing front to back. Wow. Starting with the Pledge of Allegiance, which I actually thought was pretty <laughs> That was the best part of it. And surprising. Yeah. And then we got speeches and pomp and circumstance. It's a whole ass thing. These kids can barely put blocks together. <laughs> They can't do it, Jason. <laughs> it was no, it was great though. No, that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, it was a couple hours. Uh, got me out of work early, so there's yeah. that. And uh, she's now in kindergarten. The, the thing that really sucks though is my son was in kindergarten in 2020, so he got fucked out of his kindergarten celebration. Oh yeah. So now in a he's big in, way. He's in there watching us, uh, sitting with us during Daphne's kindergarten graduation, going. <coughs> Never too late to gift. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come up with something. Buy right? that love. But I'll just throw. I'll just throw my wallet at him. Yeah. <laughs> Roblox, uh, Robux, uh, whatever. Uh, whatever the kids dollars. are into. Yeah, I know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Let me get some uh, uh, Bitcoin or fucking whatever. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> well, you're really hip to the lingo. I am. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what they're doing anymore. <laughs> Right on, dude. So we got some horror news, some listener mail, all the usual shit. You guys ready to get into a regular horror show? Yeah. Let's get it on. Here comes some horror news. (laughs) Horror news. J-Bo, what do you got? Well, let's start it off with this right here. Hmm. Pre-ordered, Put that back in your pants, will you? I pre-ordered you a little something a while back. <laughs> oh, shit. And this ties in directly with some horror news. Oh, boy. So reach in and pull her out. Oh, here Ooh. I go. <laughs> to my crotch. Here I go. <laughs> Why is it wet? Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> the horror workout. Linnea Quigley's 
Horror Workout on Blu-ray? Are you yep. serious? Previously only seen on very on expensive Very VHS expensive VHSs. VHSs. A uh, limited run, limited wow. release from Terror Vision. Holy shit. Which is shit. A, a kind of an up-and-coming uh, boutique label. Okay. Uh, they have released that and copious amounts of Linnea Quigley Horror Workout swag okay. at Terror Vision's website. What you kind can, of swag are they You can offering? get the soundtrack on LP. <laughs> You can get shirts, stickers, wow. pins. You can get all kinds of Holy shit. Holy bananas. This is, I'm not kidding, inmates. This is an actual Blu-ray of Linnea Quigley's Horror Workout, complete with uh, leg warmers, leotards, probably a, a chainsaw made out of styrofoam. Probably some jazzercise and zombies. I hope so. What year is that? What, oh, 86, boy, maybe, 86, maybe? Something oh like that. Gosh. I don't know. Is not real a, sure. Um it's a thing she did, and it you really up, up until this right here, you would only find it on a VHS, VHS. tape that would average close to around three hundred dollars on oh eBay. Oh my gosh! Yes, finding this is next to impossible. Well, thank you very much, Jason. That's yeah. an actual thing. You said TerrorVision.com? Yeah, uh, Terror-Vision.com, I For believe, Linnea is Quigley's their website. Blu-ray. They've got a lot of workout. lot of soundtracks to a, a lot of obscure horror movies. Okay. Uh, on cassette. Wow. And vinyl. Okay. Um, they've got some good stuff on there. I'm going to have to get in there. Um, <laughs> Scream Factory, set to release Nightbreed in 4K, Ooh. August 1st. Okay. Um. So that will be something I will not be picking up. <laughs> but I figured I'd mention it to you. I uh, probably am going to have to, yeah. This last bit is horror adjacent only because of who is involved. Okay. So the the Saska sisters mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, have been picked up to do a comic book release called Yaira by... Um, there's a guy named Eric July. He started basically his own comic brand called right. the, called the Ripperverse. Okay. Uh, I am a huge fan of his and what he's doing. Um, he's doing great, great things with his ISOM comic. Cool. But uh, really cool to see the Saska sisters get pulled in. They're hoping to release it end of this year or early next year. Okay. All right. Um, and that's it. Right on. I thought you would uh, be interested in that because I know you're a fan of theirs and comics. I am. I'm into that. That's all I got. Right on, buddy. Anything? I know you're a Warhammer fan. I am a Warhammer dork, (laughs) yes. So there's a new Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 gameplay out there. I know. I have Space Marine 1. Yeah. Uh, Deacon plays the shit out of it on on our old Xbox 360. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no release date as of yet, but you can still pre-order Space Marine 2's physical collector edition from the Focus Entertainment Store. The game is currently developed for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and PC via stream. Sounds good. I'll probably grab that when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last House on the Left remake from 2009 is coming to limited edition Arrow Video Blu-ray. Yeah, it is uh, on August 22nd. You can pre-order your copy through Diabolic right now. You guys seen that one? Yeah. What'd you think? It was all right. As far as remakes go, it's it's probably better I, I mean it was pretty cookie cutter but i mean it was still you know so what still i decent what i like about it is that it removed the comedic aspects from last house on the left because that was a big problem for me was the, the the two bumbling cops and them having to catch rides with chicken trucks and stuff like that all in the meantime 
these two innocent young girls are being raped and brutalized. What, that don't mm-hmm. tickle your funny bone? I mean, well, which part? <laughs> you well, know? it tickled my funny bone. Yeah. <laughs> funny boner. Funny <laughs> boner. <laughs> Uh, it did have uh, Garrett Dillahunt in, who I really enjoy. But I don't. I feel like it kind of lacked the the cruelty of the original. Oh, hundred percent. Because yeah. in the in the new one, in that dumb shit thing with the microwave at the end. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really stupid. That's pretty stupid. Um, anyway, as far as remakes go, I'm not mad at it. I just felt like it wasn't really a, a remake of Last House on the Left. No, it was a very mainstream. Horror Crime movie, drama, um, kind of a that was you know kind of leeching off of a a known title. I would agree. Right on. M. Night Shy Llama Man is a producer <laughs> of an upcoming thriller titled Caddo Lake. Huh. Yes, it is. Uh, they finally got a MPA rating. It's going to be rated PG thirteen for some disturbing, bloody images, thematic elements, and brief strong language. Okay, so nothing too crazy. Yeah. And uh, the plot revolves around when an eight-year-old girl mysteriously vanishes on Caddo Lake. A series of past deaths and disappearances begin to link together, forever altering a broken family's history. PG-13 means fuck all to me. That means... Yeah, I could care less. You're yeah. looking at like an after-school special, pretty much. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Ah, it sucks. But, I, I mean, you can watch some rated R, rated R movies that are just as... Milk toast as some PG movies. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's yeah. all just so subjective, it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <clears throat> I saw an interview with Rob Zombie where he was talking about the original um, House of a... Th- or, no, it was Devil's, Devil's Rejects, actually, where they were actually going to give him an X rating for it, which mm-hmm. I fully understand. Yeah. But they cared very little about the violence or the gore. It was more. They were more worried about the nudity mm-hmm. involved. And that's what... Tipped him over the edge. There was a scene in one of the Friday the 13th where <clears throat> they couldn't get a rated R rating because of the number of times a severed head bounced. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, all they had to do was remove a couple of, like, bounces, and they were good to go. Nice. I don't get <laughs> no, it. No, it's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. <laughs> it is pretty dumb. I don't know, man. All right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now, uh, are you are you, are you like me? Do you? Do you have... <laughs> I hope not. That's close to me. Are you a fan of chia pets? You know I am. Yeah, I know that you are. Well, I've got some good news for you, oh, Jason oh Harrell. Jenna Ortega and Ghostface Chia Pets are coming out this fall. Oh, boy. Wow. I don't know why. Is it Ghostface and then her muff? I uh, mean, I don't know. I think it's some kind of a Wednesday Adams situation. Mm. And I don't know where Ghostface grows hair out of. He's wearing a hood, so I don't know. Maybe it's his cape. Could be, sure. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? The Barn Part 2, <laughs> mm-hmm. presently streaming on Screenbox. Are you ready to subscribe to Screenbox yet? I already no. have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't oh, watched it yet. Oh, that's right. You yeah. got it off of eBay, you yes. son of a bitch. Uh, I got some bad I'm news. one of the three people. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Male Girl in it, I've noticed. And a bunch of other, I think Jeffrey Combs is in it. Um I'm just going off of what I saw on IMDb, but uh, they definitely took all of their profits from one and spent it on a couple just of cameos. Hired every fucking guy they could to get in there, yeah. wow. which I love that about them. I hope it. I hope it's not a complete piece of shit. Uh, bad news for you, sir. Uh-oh. The Last of Us season two. Yep. Pushed mm-hmm. back to 2025. That's fine. Wow. I mean, why? I don't know. 
Probably has something to do with his rider strike. Rider strike. Sure. Oh, okay. Some other horse shit. Hmm. Uh, trailers are up for Fear the Invisible Man, a new hmm. adaptation of the H.P. H, H. Wells uh, Invisible Man. I'm okay. into it. Did you guys see the last one? With, uh, no, Lee? he's invisible. But I'm bummed. We do this. I do this for free, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Really, we really liked it. Was it was pretty good, right? That was one of our very few, I think, 2020 theatrical uh, movies. You must have caught it right when it came out. Because it came out and then, boom, shut down. Yeah. I remember that because I was looking at pre-orders when I was told I didn't have a job anymore because yeah. everything was shut down. <laughs> Uh, right on. Uh, I'm into it. I don't think it's it. I mean, the original um, Invisible Man wasn't really. It was more of a work of science fiction. Mm-hmm. But the the Lee Winnell version was much more horror. Had like the uh, spousal abuse element to it, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like about it was the invisible suit. Yeah, which I thought kind of made him look scaly and kind of tentacly tentacles kind of a thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Help Wanted 2 is coming to PS5 later this year. Okay. I'm going to get it. I'm nice. going to play it. Probably going to fucking Crap your pants. scare myself to death. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Five Nights at Freddy's, there's a horror movie coming out, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, isn't it? So posters are up uh-huh. <clears throat> for the movie adaptation. It's going to be a Bloomhouse thing. Ah. So could be good, could be bad, could be full of woke stuff. Right. Because that's what Bloomhouse does these days. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm gonna check it out either way. Yeah, you know, see what's going on there. That's all we got on the uh, horror news, you maniacs. You ready for some listener mail? You bet. Yeah. Let's get it on. Listener mail. Yes, sir. We have zero emails this week. Uh, We do have a couple of voicemails, though. And before I get into those, though, I should tell you that the PaddedRoomPodcast.com is now live and running with this year's Dome bracket. What you can do right now, inmates, is go over to PaddedRoomPodcast.com, click the Dome link, and you're going to see the bracket in its entirety for this year's one-off Terradome tournament. So what we're doing this year, we're only doing uh, horror movie villains that have only been in one movie as opposed to our usual franchise favorites. So you're going to see people in there like Rose the Hat. You're going to see um, fucking Dr. Giggles in there. Yeah, boy, you <laughs> are. <laughs> Try not to <laughs> Whether giggle. you want to or not. <laughs> He's coming at you. Uh, Rawhead Rex was taken by Tim. Uh, Jimmy Bones was taken by Alan. They're all in there. They're all fighting. Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr. What you can do this year, inmates, instead of writing in or calling in, you can just go to the paddedroompodcast.com, click the Terradome link, click which one you want to win. There's like a whole forum up there, and you can pick who you think is going to win. So what we're going to do this year, as opposed to previous years, we're going to count the online votes as one vote. If you actually call or write into the show uh, listener mail segment, those votes will count as two votes. Um, and then, of course, our personal votes, the hosts here, will still count as one. So you have potential to cast three votes per week. Uh, bear that in mind. And you can also still choose a competitor. Uh, the only ones taken so far are um, Jimmy Bones and uh, Rawhead Rex. Sammy Kerr. 
Who's taking Sammy Kerr? Um, Tom Hardy uh, took Sammy Kerr. You're right. You're exactly right. Tom Hardy did take Sammy Kerr. I'm going to put Tom Hardy down for Sammy Kerr right now because he uh, called in and he said, Sammy Kerr, God damn it. I was going to take Sammy Kerr, but that's fine. I was too. (laughs) That's fine. Tom Hardy, you want Sammy Kerr? You got Sammy Kerr. Uh, Right on. So that being said, let's get into some voicemails here, amigos. All right, let's kick things off with our main man in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hello. Hey, Alan. Padded room, what's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody's doing good. Uh, So, Darian, you are the Supernaturals. Uh, You got me. Remember that movie from when I was a little kid, seeing the box art and stuff? Box art was kick ass. It was low budget. It was 80s, but I liked it. Okay. Um, LeVar Burton. Meat Hook Cemetery movies. Yes. I'm going to go with number three, Cemetery Man. My man. Number two, Return of the Living Dead. That's a good one. And number one, it's a faulty city of the dead. Yeah. Where the priest hangs himself in the cemetery and then the chick pukes her guts Blows all of her guts out. I love faulty <laughs> I'm not a big Argento guy. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Man. I'm pretty sure Jason Harrell wants to fight me after watching Bloody Muscle. Bobby <laughs> Hill, but that's okay. Really enjoyed that movie. It's, <laughs> uh, it is something. I watched uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, that's a good one. Finally. Um, I really, really liked it. Yeah. I watched this movie called Omega Cop, Omega. which was Omega low Cop. budget. Sounds Action, like a post-apocalypse thing. Okay. It was goofy, but I enjoyed it. It's called Omega. And then I watched this movie from, like, 84, Jesse told me about, called Mutant, which was just really... It ended up being really good. It's like a zombie-slash-vampire, huh. toxic-waste-type movie. Sure. Um, boy. Found all this on Tubi. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. Talk to y'all later. It's got to have trauma attached I, to it I somehow. Mean, <laughs> There's too, too much stuff going on there to not have trauma involved. <laughs> Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in. You got me. I was, uh, of course, um, I don't fucking remember. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Supernatural. So have you guys ever seen that? Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, I do think I... I do think I have some memories of the box art, though. The box art was kick-ass. It had, like, a skull with a Confederate hat on it. Um, it had, uh, what's her name from Star Trek? Uh, the Black Lady... Um, Lieutenant, uh, yeah, oh, okay. she was yeah. like she was like a uh, the army commander of the squad. Oh. Um, very hard to buy her as like a military hard ass. <laughs> but Lavar Burton in there, yeah, um, bunch of nobody else. Really Would have been better if he had his little visor on or something. You know, uh, have him uh, bring out some books, and he's got or a read reading some books. rainbow. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right on, Alan. You got me on the supernaturals, buddy. Uh, let's get over to. Anderson, Indiana. Here comes Coop Newcomb. Hey. Gary and Jason, maybe, maybe not, buddy. What's up, Coop? Just calling to check in with you guys. Um, truth be told, I have a fun story for you. A oh, little, boy. uh, cool. my life is going through some pretty big changes uh, right now, uh-oh. which includes a divorce. So I just, oh, uh, shit. I want to let you know I haven't forgot about Second. you guys. Uh, <laughs> I've just been busy and I just wanted to check in and a uh, little, uh, fun fact. I, Last Monday, I almost went to jail in my padded room T-shirt. That a boy! Oh, wow! <laughs> that out there anyway. <laughs> I'll, right. uh, I'll be back up to snuff next week, guys. So uh, hope all is well. You guys uh, kick ass. Love the show. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to hear it. 
Love that about you, <laughs> yeah. Coop. Next hey, time, try I'll harder and get that padded room shirt in there. I'm <laughs> sure you won't be the, you won't be the only one in there with a padded room shirt. I guarantee it. <laughs> right on, Coop. Sorry about the divorce, big dog. Yeah. Um, hope it works out and you don't lose your ass in the process. Because from what I hear, that can be an actual thing. Uh, that's hey, all. You'll, we- you'll find another guy. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, out there. Mr. Wright is, is out Mr. there. <laughs> I hope he's, you know, well manscaped and ready for, for love. Drinking <laughs> right a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Coop. Thanks for calling in, big guy. Uh, that's all we got on the uh, listener mail, guys. You got anything for Coop or Alan? Love y'all. Love you two guys. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for uh, calling in. And uh, I guess it's time to get into a movie, amigos. Pues tales son los falsos apóstoles, los falsarios. No debemos descuidar aquel que tenemos en el mundo, pues estoy aquí para dar fe de mi presencia. Existo en ti, como en cualquier otro hombre. ¿De qué hombre habla? Del diablo. Lo importante es encontrar a Debron. Esa es su responsabilidad. Él está muy seguro de que Debron está poseído por el diablo. Susa, ¿no está Tony con tus hijos? ¿No? Esto es algo diabólico, una maldita pesadilla Usted lo ha dicho, es una pesadilla Y aquí, amigo, todos padecemos de pesadillas That's right, dudes It's Cemetery of Terror from 1985 This one got 5.4 stars on IMDb Written and directed by Ruben Gaindo He's the same guy that did Grave Robbers, Jason uh, This one stars Hugo Stiglitz Jose Gomez, Parcero, and Betsy Robles. It's got a R rating. I'm not sure why exactly, but it does. Uh, I got a kill count of seven at least on this one. Maybe a little more if I actually took the time to pay attention to it. Was the one chick, the chick from Grave Robbers that was like 42 years old? Yes. I thought it was. She, played she looked old. a lot better in this one. Well, this is four years before Grave well, Robbers. Well, there it is. Oh, and okay. I don't think Boy, she... Boy, that was a rough four years. I, was gonna, I don't think she looked that much better in this one. She still had a very... Uh, equestrian face to her. Equestrian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, this one is, uh, it's much in the same vein uh, as Grave Robbers. It's got like a whole lot of elements shoved into one movie, which I rather enjoyed myself. Um, 
It's the same guys. It felt very much like it could have been a sequel or a prequel to Grave Robbers. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think there was any tie-in at all whatsoever. You could easily see it happening the same night. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like it just two towns over mm-hmm. or something like that. Some bananas fucking night in Mexico where all kinds <laughs> of weird shit went down. Hmm. Uh, so this one actually starts off with like a, bi- a bizarro kind of... Um, I guess we're going to call it either a flashback or a nightmare sequence. Probably a flashback now that I think of it. You got a guy uh, passed out in front of his TV in his Lazy Boy recliner. And he's having a nightmare and he's freaking out. And he's going to a traumatic event in his past where a young lady was trying to get away from a killer in a five-story building. And the killer is chasing her, chasing her around. We don't really get to see the killer. We just get to see his hands. And he's got like weird... Finger claws. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't look like fingernails to me. They looked like he had... It wasn't a glove, obviously, no. but some kind of like fingertip, uh, like pointy... Looked like the fingertips of uh, the It's Alive baby. Sure. Yeah, I'll buy that. Like raptor talons, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sort of a thing. Uh, anyway, he's chasing her around, and then she thinks she's getting away, so she gets into hops into an elevator to go down, but then somehow she completely misses the fact that the big killer is in the elevator with her. In the meantime, the, the cops, along with our guy that's passed out in front of the TV, mm-hmm. are surrounding the elevator on the bottom floor. This is the slowest fucking elevator oh my in, the, in the known world. <laughs> Uh, Go down to the first floor. They they're they're all just waiting there with guns drawn as the the light on the little thing above the elevator is going five. Dramatic pause. Four. Dramatic pause. Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, the cops are all Dose. taking a coffee break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually, it opens up, and then you just you don't get to see the killer, but you get to see the cops unloading their weapons and the dead girl flopping out on the on the floor. Uh, so this killer, he's a big, scary dude, obviously, and his weapon of choice is these ridiculous finger claw situations. Is that a mountain lion? <laughs> you see his feet coming out of the elevator. You do. You get to see a lot of boots. Yeah. He's got some uh, pretty haggard boots on. Uh, and that's about the time that our guy wakes up out of his lazy boy recliner. <laughs> Fucking, uh, he's, he's got that... Um, 80s cop hoarders-esque bachelor pad mm-hmm. where it's just trash everywhere and empty booze bottles you don't see that too much anymore these no. days remember those days oh, oh yeah, yeah. What, what's your my, you know what my favorite 80s-esque horror bachelor pad was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's An End of Days Oh, that scene where he comes in and makes his disgusting breakfast out of like cigarette butts and eggs in the blender and throws a slice of pizza in there. <laughs> I thought that was great. Apparently you did. Yeah. To, uh, for that to be a callback. Mel Gibson had one in Lethal Weapon where he had like a bunch of pill bottles and like uh, half drunk beer. Um, they're all, yeah, I guess they're all just all clean and sober now. I hope so. I hope they're doing better. Uh, Stallone had one in Cobra. I'm sure it was disgusting, but I can't remember any of the details of it. Uh, so anyway, he wakes up. He's like, oh, he immediately calls uh, the local precinct captain, El Capitan, and he's like, hey, what's going on with Devlin? So Devlin, we find out, is the name of the killer, the killer guy. Uh, what's going on with Devlin? He's like, hey, Devlin's dead. We killed him, remember? Just calm your ass down. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't know. Devlin is a factory of evil. He just produces. He's made up entirely of evil. You got to get rid of the body or he's going to come back and haunt you. I know it. He's like, oh, just calm your ass down. You're, 
have, clearly you're suffering from post-traumatic stress or something, so just calm down. We find out that our drunk uh, bachelor hoarder guy is actually a, they call him doctor, but I think that's supposed to mean like psychiatrist or something, like he was a profiler that uh, was helping apprehend or something. He had yeah, some, I thought he was like a, maybe like a criminal psychologist something or something. like that, yeah. if, you know. They had those in Mexico in 1985. He did not like to button his shirt up very high. That is Mexican Don Johnson right there. <laughs> All it's the way. Juan Johnson. <laughs> Juan Johnson. Uh, button, unbuttoned down to the navel. <laughs> Plenty of chest hair going on. Had the uh, shaggy do rag. I love it. Uh, anyways, like, no, we got to get rid of him. Now we're going to cut to a completely different storyline involving some medical students. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got three medical students. They're in med school, and they have got this big idea for a uh, party they're going to throw because they have stumbled upon an abandoned mansion. And they're like, oh, we get some chicks over there. We get a couple of uh, Zimas in them. We're going we're to get our dick sucked for sure. Chicks don't want to go to an abandoned mansion. And if they do, they're not the kind of chick that is going to suck your dick. I These can tell guys you that for put sure. together the worst pickup ploy ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Are you kidding? It worked like a charm. You get them to the lake. You, you, you water ski past them, and you hose them down. <laughs> hose them down yeah. After that, they have no choice but to go to the, the, the party. That's an instant wet t-shirt contest. That's what it is. These guys are tools from the jump, man. <laughs> they, are, they are complete shitbirds. Uh I don't remember their names, and it doesn't really fucking matter. So for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to refer to them as Mullet, Beard Guy, and Ascot. Hmm. That's the only way I could tell them apart. Okay. Uh, their chicks are uh, Horseface, Blonde, <laughs> and uh, Prude. Because right. that's pretty much all that matters. And That'll work. <laughs> this is our body count gang. They're not going to be around for too long, so let's not get too worried about them. Uh, regardless, they convince the young ladies that they have a jet set party at this palatial estate and the the ladies are actually like no 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 no. we're going to a rock concert tonight we're not fucking around with you guys uh it's halloween night by the way so they're Mm -hmm. like no 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 no. we have a jet set party ladies the creme de la creme of this uh mexican town are going to be there you're going to want to be there at the jet set party where is it at it's at a palatial estate okay we're we're in i guess you uh you water skied past us and hosed us down. Now we have to say yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's well and good. Now we're going to cut back to um, Halloween evening afternoon. Boy, where... Halloween stinks in Mexico. Well, it yes. looks terrible. It, well, I can see why they're trying to come over. The only <laughs> it's all about Halloween. <laughs> it's all about Halloween. <laughs> the one thing I did like about Mexican Halloween is apparently you bring the pumpkins with you, make them into like lanterns, like a lantern, and you bring them with you. No cool costume though. How fourteen kids a year aren't being set on fire with these things? <laughs> I have no idea. Because <laughs> let's face it, at some point they're going to fashion them into ninja weapons, of course, and bash each other, and probably, <laughs> you know, with the amount of hair teasing going on in this movie. I'm sure they were going up like candles. A lot of product. Absolutely. But anyway, we have uh, El Capitan's son, a guy by the name of Tony. He's getting ready to go trick-or-treating. He's got his pumpkin lantern uh, fucking Morningstar mace situation all (laughs) all ready to go. That was for you, D&D boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Uh, All ready to go, and his older sister is there watching him, and she's like, hey, you get your fucking ass back here by 10 or I'm going to be pissed. And he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, So he hauls ass with his cronies, one of which 
had the sweetest Michael Jackson jacket. Did you catch that? Oh, it was dope. Oh, that was yeah. nice. <laughs> little wind, white windbreaker with probably like an, like an airbrush. I was going to say it looked yeah. like he might have drawn, drawn it on himself, yeah. but he had a nice mural of Michael Jackson. He probably got tagged by a, a rogue gang. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show this little fucker. <laughs> we'll draw the king of pop on his back. He'll get his ass kicked all the time. That'll learn you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they're out, uh, they're getting ready to go trick-or-treating. That's all well and good. Now we're going to cut back to our party night with, uh, our med students and their unfortunate young ladies that they convinced to go with them. They get to the, uh, the mansion. It's of course abandoned. Mm -hmm. It's not quite whole house abandoned, but it's definitely, it looks like somebody may have lived there within a year or two, but then let it go. Cause it's got like the, the haphazard, uh, cobwebs around. A lot of uh, like broken up furniture and stuff like that, but not too bad. It's not Evil Dead bad, but right. it's still pretty bad. They get in there. Of course, the chicks are like, "Ew, what? No, this isn't a jet set party. We're the only ones here." Oh, horse face. Come <laughs> on. Uh, they're like, "No, no, no, no!" And then they start exploring this mansion, which is actually a pretty big house. Mm-hmm. They get up to one of the upstairs bedrooms and they find again what I'm only can only possibly refer to as El Necronomico. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, yeah. but if you looked at the cover of it, it said... Devlin. Devlin, right yeah. on the cover. Mm-hmm. So was that like like his eighth grade math book where he had to cover it and write his name <laughs> write on his it? Name on That's it. what I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, right? I think it was the devil and Max Devlin. <laughs> there it is. Max Devlin. <laughs> Bill Cosby. That's right. <laughs> oh, if Bill Cosby showed up at this mansion, those chicks would have been fucked <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> you will remember it. That's thing. right. Uh, come on, let me... I'm Dr. Huxtable. You can force me. see my pudding pop? <laughs> Let me stick my finger in your pudding. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. That was in poor taste, Jason. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they're like, no, gross. But they, they bring the book down and they start reading it. And, of course, they happen upon a incantation to the devil, which will grant them the power to resurrect the dead. And they're like, oh, okay, this is fucking stupid. But the guys have like a little sidebar and they're like, dudes, this is how we are going to get our penises played with tonight. (laughs) We are going to scare these chicks and they will have no choice but to feverishly stroke us off. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mean, it's my go-to response. (laughs) This sounds legit. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. (laughs) Hey, hey, honey. Oh, 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 yeah. Suck me off. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, why are you hitting me? What? Uh, so they hatch this half-ass ingenious scheme where they're going to go to the morgue. They're going to steal a random dead body. They're going to bring it to the cemetery, and there, then they will uh, have their uh, satanic rite, which will resurrect the dead guy, and that's going to give them some power. So that's great. So they do just that. They go to the morgue. Now, while that's going on, the doctor has driven the captain into a full-on frenzy about the already dead serial killer. Mm -hmm. And they're now driving to the morgue because they have a court order for an immediate cremation of Devlin's body. So this part is pretty stupid because they get to the morgue just as the kids are breaking into the morgue. The two morgue security guards are sound asleep watching TV. Uh, as the kids are breaking in, they're trying to wake up the captain and Tennille or captain and the doctor are trying to, uh, wake up the security guards. 
Kids get the body. Captain and the guards go back there to get the body as the kids are leaving with the body, mm-hmm. and they just missed. Uh, they just missed the dead body of death. Naturally, they accidentally grab the body of the long dead serial killer with the razor sharp. Man, talents. what a coinky day! I know. Mm-hmm. Talk about a shitty run of luck. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They could have got somebody's grandma or something instead. <laughs> Ended up with a dead serial killer. Uh, they steal the body. They get him. They get the body out of there. They take it to uh, the cemetery. The captain and the doctor are like, "Oh fuck! What have the body got stolen?" So now they're in full on panic mode. The, the cat, the doctor is. The captain's like, "Okay, it's just some kids. It's Halloween. It's gonna be, gonna be fine. We'll find him in a few hours." No, you don't understand. He's made of evil. He's gonna raise up and he's gonna start killing people. Uh, now we're gonna cut back to our trick or treaters. Uh, there's about what four or five of them now, and they're led by the captain's son, Tony. And he gets the ingenious idea. It's Halloween. We've got our uh, pumpkin lantern sensors, so let's go to the cemetery and fuck around. Mm-hmm. Solid plan for a Halloween night, sure. So apparently Mexico in 1985 was much safer than it is today. Because these <laughs> kids just flagged down a dude in a station wagon, and he's like, hey, take us to the cemetery. Sure. Yeah, come yep, on in I'll here. In. I'll take you to the cemetery, no problem. Where are you going? Cemetery? cemetery? Oh, okay. Got sure. it. I was yeah. headed that way myself. Hmm. Uh, and that's just what happens. This random passerby takes them to the cemetery, drops them off. Uh, but before that, we're going to cut back to uh, our med students who are in the cemetery. And now it is time to raise the dead, gentlemen. Uh, we get this big, long soliloquy in Latin, which didn't have subtitles. We have to assume it means something. Here comes another Mexican freak thunderstorm, complete with... Uh, Fucking rain and thunder and lightning and the chicks are freaking out and the the you didn't have subtitles for the for not, them reading not the Latin oh really no okay did you yeah what did it say anything fun uh well no it was I mean it was like uh, here on the sixth month <laughs> oh, of the sixth right. day and it's the also sixth the hour. sixth hour yeah <laughs> I do remember like man that they, they timed this shit really and good they nailed it buddy um, either that or you can lowball the devil lord the of yeah. lord of hell a bunch of a bunch of Lord of Hell stuff. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, nothing fun. Anyway, they convince uh, nothing per- good. That's no, for sure. Oh, well, damn it! <laughs> and if you could throw in five hundred dollars for gas money and rent, <laughs> that would be great. Uh, the rain and the thunder starts, and every the chicks are freaking out now because one of they're all talking about sacrilege, and this is blasphemy. And let's just go home. It's raining, you fucker. See, now this is where their ingenious scheme worked. Because now the chicks are like, let's go back to the mansion. We'll suck you off. <laughs> so you got to go the extra step, boys. You got to actually steal the steal dead the body. Form. That's <laughs> right. when the chicks know you mean business. Right? <laughs> you can't just talk about it and then pull your penis out because that's not going to work. Uh, anyway, they get back to the mansion and now it's a full on makeout session. But before they do, as they're doing their big, uh, you know, uh, seance, uh, satanic rite, uh, mullet sees. Like the hands on the body start to move a little bit. He's like, hey, the hands are moving. They're like, oh, get out of here. It's too windy. So they jump back in the car and go hauling ass back to the mansion. Now, immediately, boom, the big rainstorm stops. And we cut to our kids who are just making their way into the cemetery. Mm -hmm. Apparently, this cemetery is like three miles by three miles. So you can just go in there and just get lost. And I guess they're trying to find the center of the cemetery because that means Mm -hmm. something. Good for them. About this time, we're going to cut to Tony's big sister, who's at home, uh, continuing to fuck up the popcorn. And she calls uh, El Capitan, because it's like 
and Tony's not back yet. Oh, Capitan, uh, uh, Tony's not back yet. I'm starting to really get nervous. This sends the entire neighborhood into an uproar on Halloween night because mm-hmm. their kids are uh, not back yet. We have all the parents organizing search parties and where are they and what time is it and where could they possibly have gone. And uh, El Capitan gets brought into the whole situation and he's like, I've got my officers working on it. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Um, now we're going to cut back to the cemetery where the kids are wandering around seeming, seemingly aimlessly. Um, only thing I can tell you is that they happen upon one particular uh, tombstone slash sarcophagus which just completely bursts into flames mm-hmm. when they approach. Yeah. Uh, that sends them screaming and running off into the night. No explanation as to why that particular tombstone or what the fuck happened there. Maybe it was a gas main or something. <laughs> but kaboom! Oh, shit! Let's get the fuck out of here. Which, to be honest, I would I do, do the, the same, same fucking thing, <laughs> yeah. too. I don't know anything about that. Gotta go! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we're going to cut back to our Halloween party at the abandoned mansion with our med students. Now the chicks are ready for action. And mm-hmm. we have several makeout sessions going on. Uh, we're going to start off out at the porch where we have uh, Beard and uh, slightly less horny brunette going at it. Uh, they're on like one of those swing, swing bench mm-hmm. situations. Uh, the horny brunette sends Beardy in to get another drink. And then she hears something out in the woods. Now we're going to start cutting to Killer Cam, mm-hmm. where uh, we hit the two, the Halloween Michael Myers camera, like with the two eyeballs floating around the woods. Uh, she goes out there in the woods to investigate a noise, and we get our talent uh, killer just swiping at her. And <laughs> clawing people to death. Clawing her neck right open. <clears throat> and she goes down. Uh, Beardy comes out with a drink, and he's like, hey. I'm ready for you, sweet sweet pants. Where, where'd where you go? Oh, you want to play games out in the woods? Here I come. I got a hard dick. And then he goes out there, and, of course, he gets ripped to shreds also. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Horseface hears all the screaming involved <laughs> with the, uh, the the ripping up of the kids out in the woods. So she's like, what was that? What was that? Uh, Ascot is like, no, 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 no. These guys are fucking around. Come back here. Let's get my pants open. Uh, she's like, no, nah, check it out. So she goes out there. Finds the dead bodies, of course, gets herself all ripped open. Um, Ascot's really horny, so he's chasing her out in the woods, thinking he's going to get a piece in the woods. Uh, He sees the killer and then goes running back inside. Oddly enough, does not choose to alert Mullet or Blonde upstairs, who are now knuckle-deep in each other. Um, Gets himself, like, choke-slammed onto a... uh, like a sconce, maybe, or I couldn't tell some kind maybe of like a wall a, fixture, something that holds coats, maybe. Sure, but it was like nine feet off the ground. It was which, very high. You mm-hmm. know, you want to get your coat up there so that <laughs> the dust doesn't settle. Yep, pinata hook. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids, man! You you put it too low, they'll just bash the shit out of it. You got to keep it up there so you can raise it up. Uh, gets himself like neck impaled on the pinata hook. Um, now the killer is stalking up the stairs towards uh, Blondie and um, Mullet. Mullet uh, may be a closeted homosexual, but again, we have this situation where he is about to achieve coitus and decides, no, no, I've got to go outside and get some air. So he does just that. He goes outside. Blondie is still upstairs looking at him, making fun of him because he probably has a limp dick. She's like, 
hey, you fucking clown. Mocking uh, him relentlessly. As she oh, yeah. should. You know what I mean? <laughs> if a young lady is ready for action and all of a sudden I get wet feet, no. No. Yeah, he, he had to tinkle. Uh, maybe. Maybe he just is now questioning his uh, He's alcohol. He's out there slapping intake. his dick around. Oh, come on. Come on, come on. Get hard. Shit. Get hard. Come on. Come on. Think about, think about Jeff. Worthless thing, <laughs> Jeff. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, While he's out there playing with himself, he looks up at the window where Blondie is yelling and screaming at him, and he sees the killer approach from behind. He's like, who's that behind you? She turns around and immediately gets clawed in the face. He goes running inside to help her, and this is where the entire movie shifts gears all of a sudden, fellas. Mm -hmm. Because we were in Slasherville. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to Amityville. Because yeah. this house just became haunted all of a sudden. Uh, he a runs very up, slow haunting. Yeah. Very, well, like the effects are so slow. It's, it's pretty silly. And a lot of it, it's, it's, they're on a budget here, Jason. He goes running up there to help her. All the cabinets in the windows start opening and closing and slamming. He grabs like a decorative battle axe off mm-hmm. of one of the wall uh fucking things goes running up there like i'm gonna kill you and possibly still have sex with that chick but the axe just kind of jerks out of his hand yeah levitates and then comes back at him so he grabs it and then he basically slams the axe into his own forehead yeah Yeah, and then goes down (laughs) okay so apparently this house is also haunted fair enough all right not a problem we have a slasher i assume the slasher had demonic powers like yeah, telekinesis or okay. some kind of supernatural powers. Okay. Uh, that makes more sense than the haunted. Well, I guess the house could be haunted. I don't know. Sure. Why not? Uh, so now we're going to cut to our kids who are terrified of the uh, exploding coffins. Apparently, this uh, cemetery is riddled with landmines all of a sudden. They're running around uh, trying to find a way out of the cemetery. They happen upon our house, our, our uh, Halloween party slash haunted house. They go running inside. They take the full tour of all the dead bodies. Very scary stuff. They find, uh, although, oddly enough, they seem to walk right past the guy that was impaled on the pinata hook like five or six yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Nobody says a word about mm-hmm. him. Apparently, you know, that guy's kind of insignificant. But they go upstairs. They find the dead blondie and then the guy with his own axe in his head. Very scary. Here comes the killer stalking up toward the stairs towards him. Uh, they freak right out. They try to go into this room. They try to go into that room. Everywhere they go, they find another dead body. I should also mention that Horseface uh, got uh, disemboweled when she tried to hide in the closet. Uh, very scary stuff. Now, our police slash parents search party is like tearing up the town trying to find him. Uh, our doctor has stolen the uh, squad car of El Capitan. Captain cared nothing. No, he didn't give like, a shit. Not a single care. No, well, he trusts uh, the doctor, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he's he's pissed enough to call somebody on a payphone and tell him to come pick him up. I guess he has to now. He doesn't have a car. Uh, the the doctor has gone rogue, and he's like, I'm going to get to this. i got to find that black book. What was it? The Black Bible or something like that? Something. The Devlin book. He's yeah. like, i got to get to that book. i got to set it on fire. It's the only way to stop the evil for sure. So... I don't know if nobody knew where Devlin's base of operation was here in this decrepit old mansion, but you would think that when they they would have at least given it a once-over when they initially killed him, right? At least go poke around in there, see what you can find. Anyway, he's like, I need to get over there and uh, burn up that book. 
Now we're going to cut to a good 20 minutes of cat and mouse bullshit with all the kids uh, running around the house and Devlin chasing them around. Eventually, they make it out of the house and they make it back out into the cemetery. And this is where we're going to dump it into third gear, which is now zombie apocalypse time, yeah. fellas. We went from slasher to haunted house right into zombie apocalypse. Full-blown zombie attack. Yeah. All the dead guys in the uh, cemetery get up and start moseying after the kids. I feel like I was watching a thriller Woo! video there for a second. Yeah. All we need is a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. we, we're one werewolf away and some chore- choreography away from being in a uh, Michael Jackson. We already have Michael Jackson. He's on right. the kids' jacket. Yeah. He's there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, now the kids are being chased around by zombies. One, the one little kid is like, has zero cardio, which was odd because he was like the skinniest. The skinniest one. Yeah, you'd yeah. think he would just take off, but yeah. he keeps falling down. Oh, oh, Dios mio. Oh, and then here comes the zombies and eventually they, uh, make it to the gate of the cemetery. They're like, oh, good. We just got to get through this gate as the doctor is pulling up to the gate. Uh, they're like, okay, we'll just hop over the gate. The gate comes out of the ground like 25 feet in the air. <laughs> that was weird. Holy shit. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck kind of the gate is this? Uh, the doctor's like, get away from the gate. And then he rams into the, um, the gate and like punches into the cemetery. Uh, all the zombies are surrounding him and the kids. You would think this would be a golden opportunity for them to just flee the cemetery. Yeah. Instead, they kind of gather around in this loose circle as the zombies are enclosing on them. Uh, a tree, because now we're also going to go into Evil Deadland. Right. A tree collapses, like not only collapses, but kind of like lunges at the doctor and then like pins him underneath it. Uh, and this is where we find out that the zombies will stay away from you if you have a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, he has one that's he, three feet tall Well, yeah, in his pocket. Yeah, he pulls that out and he gives it to one of the girls. He's like, just keep, you know, show them that and they'll fuck off. So she's running around showing all the zombies the crucifix, and they're all like, hey. So this part I've got a little chuckle out of. The crucifix will keep the zombies away from you, right? Eventually, the doctor makes his way out from underneath the tree. He's like, we got to get back to the house to find the black book, and we got to put it on fire, and then all this shit will be over with. Zombies will leave you alone if you have a crucifix. The doctor is literally using a giant crucifix as a crutch, like a, a grave marker, Zombies don't give a shit about that particular crucifix. <laughs> no. It's only the one that he had in his pocket. <laughs> They're that's, offended by the other one. That's the only one that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The other one's like, ah, it's too big and it's not ornate enough. I don't know. We get them anyway, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, they all hobble back to the house to get to the, cru- the, uh, the black book and hopefully put it on fire. Uh, they make it there. Zombies are closing in. We've got kind of a Night of the Living Dead scenario where they're trying to break through the doors. Where's the book? I don't know. It's upstairs. Let's go find it. Devlin the Killer is still inside. Big fist fight between the Doctor and Devlin the Killer. Uh, Devlin, like, rips the shit out of the Doctor and throws him, like, into four different rooms and continues to kick the shit out of him. Uh, The, like, middle adolescent girl Mm. finds the book and she's like, I'm going to put this thing on the fire. But then she, like, Devlin sees her going for the fire. So he, like, hoverboards her over to him. And then she, like, just kind of goes catatonic for a second. But then the doctor comes back and, like, tries to do, like, some karate kicks on Devlin, which distracts him long enough for her to put the book on the fire, which she does. And then Devlin bursts into flames. And then uh, all the zombies kind of collapse. And then the kids are all freaking out. And you see all the cop cars coming into the cemetery. And then the next morning, after the kids have all been escorted out, the doctor gets back up and starts, like, 
flipping through the the charred remains of the black book and then he smiles at the camera as if to say i am now possessed by devlin the killer mm-hmm. juan johnson slash devlin the killer <laughs> ready to kill some more dudes and uh wreak havoc on some kids wearing michael jackson uh windbreakers that covers it that's pretty yeah. much your movie right there boys what did you think of cemetery of terror it's all right <laughs> Uh, I liked it fine. Um, I liked uh, the previous, uh, what was it? Grave Robbers. Grave Robbers. Robbers. I liked that a little more. Um, This one was just so all over the place. But at the same time, (laughs) I kind of appreciated it. Sure. It kept kept you watching. It it also surprised me. I I honestly didn't expect all of the the med kids, the grown-up kids. To get killed. To get killed. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to like bleed into like a Goonies. Uh, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, Goonies a lot meets zombies. Bloodier with actual like dead people. Yeah. Um I dug it just fine. I thought is looking at the premise and where the movie started, I thought okay, this is going to be Mexican Night of the Demons. Um and it was for like a good uh I don't know, 40 minutes. And then after that, it just... It covered a lot of territory. It kicked into high mm-hmm. gear and took us on a tour of all kinds of horror shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know why we can't have boobs, though. You right. know? That's all I needed to complete this 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 formula. None. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sad. Very sad. Uh, I say it's worth checking out if you haven't seen it already, inmates. And you yeah, don't mind subtitles. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a... It's something you really got to buckle into, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's streaming right now on Shutter. If anybody gives a shit, so is uh, Grave Robbers. Um, yeah, dude, all over the place. I say we take us a little break, gentlemen. Come back with some other stuff. Let's go. Mm-hmm.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, gentlemen. Oh, good lord. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm rather fond of cemeteries myself. Yeah. They're, they're peaceful, they're quiet. I have no interest in going there at night. And it's not necessarily because I'm scared or anything. It's just because, why would you want... I imagine if I did, I would just be constantly walking into tombstones and getting hit in the nuts, you know? Um, uh, if I did, like, for some kind of a ghost hunt thing... I would fully expect to have sex with a young lady there. Hmm. That seems to be a turn-on for chicks. I've been to a lot of cemeteries at night. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah, what? especially when I with first chicks? got my license. Just a bunch of us friends just, just goofing around. hanging around? Yeah. Anything weird ever happened? No. No? No, no but it, it, I mean, it was fun. It was just like one of the things to do. Hey, let's go to the cemetery. We'd like walk around the cemetery. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I think it was like one of those things where you know, you know, like in horror movies and then like, hey, let's just just, just check it out. Okay. And did it quite a few times. No different exploding, different cemeteries. Exploding nothing. coffins. No. Nothing. Oh, man. Nothing exciting. Well, there goes the allure of that. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get your dick sucked in a cemetery? <laughs> no. Well, fuck. No. Now you're just wasting time. That's what you're doing. <laughs> ah, shit, man. Well, right on, inmates. Uh, we have a meat hook to get into here, my friends. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Let's get it on. Three on a meat hook. Uh, this week's meat hook. Horror party movies. Movies containing some kind of a party that goes awry, as they usually do. Uh, Jason, why don't you start it off with number three? Dinner party. You're next. Sure. Oh. Uh, yeah. I guess that's... Uh, I always thought of that as more of a family reunion, but you're right. It is a dinner party. Mm-hmm. You generally just give us a snippet of the meat hook i do with not a lot of explanation no because i like to so see we, where you go with so it. we kind of just come up with our own <laughs> yeah. sure i'm down with that i want to see i want to see how you branch out on that expand on so it. so that's what i got your next uh yeah i mean that's bad that's a bad party yeah it's not a party that uh well, for, it's it's a cunty party to start with <laughs> because that family yeah. hates each other. Yeah, you do. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get it. You got to go because mom and dad invited you, but you fucking hate everybody's wife and your everybody's wife hates you and fucking, fucking... I think if I were invited to that party and I sat down for dinner, I would be hoping for an arrow through the head or a weird razor That's wire. That's why I walked over to the window. Uh-huh. Uh, totally. I said, man, if I could just get an arrow to... Kill me, kill me now before I have to listen to these fucking assholes anymore. Mm-hmm. Buddy, how about number three, Big Dog? Uh, borderline horror movie, but it's the Deo scene when Beetlejuice. Deo! And they're all down there. Okay. a little sure. dinner party. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. That, that's more fun. Yeah. Then uh, the hands come out of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I was a... That part I never understood. If I'm a ghost and I'm trying to scare you out of my house... Why make it fun? Lip-syncing is not the way that I'm going to go with it. You know what I mean? I'm going to... 
you know, uh, throw a chair at you. Mm-hmm. You know, threaten some violence. Have like tentacles come out and like slam their head against well, the table or it something. It gets into that later in the movie. But yeah, you know, <laughs> leave, break some bones or mm-hmm. something. Singing and dancing. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, my number three, Night of the Demons. Oh. Eat a bowl of fuck. I get it. You want to get laid. You desperately want to go. You, I don't. It was like a horror movie trope where, like, the dingier, disgusting, more bed bug ridden hair lice having the place was, it somehow upped the likelihood of you getting laid in it. Mm-hmm. I never understood that. I don't want to pull my pants down in that place. You know what I'm saying? Especially, <laughs> but uh, you would. Uh, well, I would. I mean, if prompted by the right young lady. But the hot Asian chick who actually gets down in the coffin, mm-hmm. I get it. There's like a, a um, you know, like a novelty to it. Oh, we did it in a coffin. Sure, but still, in this place with like the the smells, it's a crematorium, man. There, I don't know. I, I know I'm digging too deep on this one, but. Uh, my number three is Night of the Demons. How about number two, Jack? That is a good party. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. That's also my number two. Graveyard party. Uh, I don't think it was meant to be a party, but it turned into one. Yeah. But that's well, when they're singing a song called Do You Want a Party, I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, when there's now table dancing happening. The party has officially begun. It, it has. And we've all been invited. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I always thought that there was like a weird conflict like i always thought a bunch of punk like punk rock kids would somehow be able to beat up the zombies it was not the case no no no. not not even the black one really he got taken down just as hard as everybody else he lasted to the end credits but still yeah man uh Mm -hmm. how about number two there buddy smile the birthday scene with the cat oh yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah uh that was that was rough, man. I felt uh, bad for her. Anytime there's any kind of like social embarrassment or awkwardness, you're like, oh god. <laughs> I was really trying to come up with a birthday party answer, and man, I'm surprised I didn't remember that one. That one really sticks out. It's mm-hmm. a it's a fairly lackluster movie outside of that. Yeah, that's a good scene though. It is, it is, and you can't help but feel bad for that chick, cause, right? You know. She's already and the cat coming. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck that cat. <laughs> yeah. She's already coming apart at the seams, and then she's trying to do right by her sister by going to the niece's birthday party. And oh, here's a fucking cat. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I get it. Uh, right on. How about number one, Jason? My number one, April Fool's Day. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, yeah. People don't really have a murder mystery party. party. Well, yeah, and April Fool's Day party. Who mm-hmm. has an April Fool's Day party? Apparently, somebody that is desperate to throw a party (laughs) and does not have another holiday anywhere in sight. I get it. It Oh, that's a great show. Love that movie. Yeah, absolutely. How about uh, number one, buddy? One of the best opening scenes Ghost Ship. Mm, Nice. Okay. That wire that just. Yeah. Yeah, that's the rest of the movie kind of sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Right. Am I right? I mean. When you started off like that, you got damn high good, expectations. Damn good opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, prob- I don't think I could tell you another thing about the rest of that fucking movie. Except for that hot, ghost, naked, uh, lounge, burlesque singer. Boy, that mm. was descriptive. I mean, that's pretty much on the nose. Uh, and that, the rest of the movie wasn't that great. Uh, my number one, the original Evil Dead. Oh. 
again, funky, disgusting. No chick that I know is going to uh, in any way disrobe in that dilapidated ass shack. But for some reason, in 1981, it was an aphrodisiac. It's the to, thing to do. To get girls out there. Apparently, uh, you couldn't take them home or to your dorm room or to a hotel room. Mm-hmm. You had to take them out in the middle of fucking nowhere where there's no chance of escape or uh, any kind of police interaction. Get them out there with the termites and the cockroaches and the weevils. Sure, they had weevils. <laughs> Not sure what a weevil is, maybe but it was were, out there. Maybe they were thinking that if she wasn't going to put out, I mean, middle of the woods, maybe. get out there. Well, either that or maybe Ash was a rapist. There, well, <laughs> if if they, you know, if they had gone another day or two without reading the book, yeah, things could have got even weirder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on. That is our meat hook for the weekend, mates. Uh, it is horror party movies, movies that somehow contain a party scene. Um, what you know, qualify that any way you want. Dinner party, birthday party, uh, coming out party, if that's a thing. Uh, some kind of a weird nightclub situation. You tell us what your horror movie party is. Orgies, orgies. Oh, society, society. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's a silly fucking movie. Yeah, I wouldn't have put it on there anyway. But goddamn that party scene. Have you seen Society, Jason? I don't recall. You don't want oh, it. So gross. You, so you know, oh, what is th- that where the orgy like turns into like one big blob of flesh? flesh? Melt? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what makes it even grosser? Uh, I think that it you was- came to it. I did oh, many okay. times. <laughs> there is a boob somewhere in there. <laughs> one up here, one like way over here. So if you if you like, I saw this on Joe Bob, but they refer to that big orgy party flesh meld thing as a shunting. Oh, which kind of makes it grosser in a way. Because yeah. what the fuck is a shunting? <laughs> Other than that, clearly well, stick it in her shunt. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh goodness. Let me give you uh, Sarah's rundown. Real oh quick. yeah, please do. Number three, uh, April Fool's Day. Of course, she's got good taste. Yeah. Number two, the collection, the opening, oh, the yeah. opening club party, the scene. Thresher Blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her number one, also Ghost Ship. Very nice. For nice. that, for that Very opening nice. scene. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of gives it a little extra cred because it was like a formal high society function mm-hmm. dinner yeah. party before the the bisection occurred. Yeah. <laughs> right on, inmates. Uh, let us know what your top three horror party movies are. Um, mail at paddedroompodcast.com. Is, you can do it that way. Or the regular old email at, or uh, voicemail. Area code 775-387-0275 is the mental health hotline. Um, or you can just go to paddedroompodcast.com. Check out all the fucking links there. You got your your uh, three on a meat hook. You got your immersion therapy. You got a whole pterodome bracket to look at. Uh, you can select your fighter now. That's how uh, we're going to roll this this for the next nine months. Usually is how long it takes us to get through these fucking things. Um Check the whole thing out, and then if you want, you hit the contact uh, tab. That'll bring up the email. You, you, it'll send it right to us. And if you want to Photoshop me onto some weird Asian porn thing, you're going to have to get in line behind Tony because he's gotten pretty good at it. <laughs> and you've got a lot of uh, living up to do if you're going to go that <laughs> yes, route. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right on, dudes. In the meantime, why don't we get into some what are you looking at, you motherfuckers. What are you looking at? 
So I've been on a mission here, fellas. Yeah. And I need some help. Hmm. Uh, Jay, I talked to you about this a little bit last week after the show, but um, so my usual bedtime routine is I will just throw a random horror movie on uh, Tubi okay. because Tubi rolls from one to the movie next, to, to the, the next, next, but it'll find Shutter some. Shutter does that too. It does, but on those it's, weird channels. It, yeah, but it's it's got like a three movie rotation, and then it just goes right back to the first. Oh, one. I didn't know. But that. Tubi, you'll just keep going. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll fall asleep usually during the first movie, and then I'll wake up uh, to get ready for work, and there'll be something completely different on, and it's pretty cool. But I woke up in the middle of the night the other night, and there was a horror anthology movie on. I don't know what it was. Uh, I stayed awake for one segment before I fell back asleep. And I've been trying to track this movie down. Hmm. So the segment involved a guy, some kind of a killer, had murdered a lady. And he had propped her body up at a dinner table. And he was having dinner with the dead lady. And he was eating and he was like having a conversation with this corpse. And every time he looked away, the corpse would move a little bit. So the lady is like, you know, she's dead. She's sitting there. And then he's like, you know, uh, I'm trying to have a serious relationship with you. And then he eats, and then he looks up again, and now the corpse is holding the knife. And he's like, oh, really? You're going to be that way now? Well, if you're going to be hostile, then I don't even know if I want to talk to you anymore. And he starts eating, and then he looks up again, and now the corpse is standing up. Mm. And then he starts eating again, and now the corpse is getting closer and closer with this knife. But the look of this corpse was really, like, fucked up. It wasn't like yeah. a zombie-style corpse. It looked like he had literally just killed her. So she was like eyes half open and like blood coming out and stuff like that. I'm trying to track this movie down because it was a genuinely <laughs> halfway disturbing, or it may have just been because I was half awake, but that segment was pretty badass. Wow. And I would love to see it again. I don't know what the fuck it You're was. You're just going to have to watch everything on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, that's Which right. brings me to what I'm looking at this week. Because <laughs> you've been going through. So, any, any recognizable actors or anything? No, it was, it was fairly low budget and... I have no idea what it was. Like I fell back asleep. Date range-ish? It looked fairly recent, probably within the 2010s. Okay. Maybe. I, I, I have no idea. But in order to try to track this down, I've been watching horror anthologies on Tubi, <laughs> starting with A Night of Horror from 2019. Uh, this one's not bad. It's set up at the premise of like this um, late-night radio show host. And people are calling in with their scary stories and he's walking, you know, getting the, we're seeing them as vignettes in this horror anthology. Not bad. There's some decent ones there. Uh, Dark Tales from 2020. Hmm. This one's low budget as shit. And basically all they did was take popular urban myths and try to characterize them. Hmm. I knew I was in trouble when the first one was the big clown doll. You guys know what I'm talking about? Babysitter comes over and she's like, oh, there's a creepy big life-size clown doll oh, in yeah, this room. Yeah. And it's just, there. She starts freaking out, so she calls the parents that are like out at dinner, and they're like, "Hey, what's up with that clown? We don't own a clown doll." And then by dun, the dun, time dun. by the time they get there, she's dead, and now she's painted up like the clown doll. Wow. Mm. A thousand okay. times. Uh, in a stranger's house. This one's not an anthology. It's a found footage situation where uh, guy is basically house sitting and a bunch of paranoia. It's found footage. It's cheap as shit. Uh, I just happened to roll into it right after uh, Dark Tales. Mm. It's, you know, 
you can only get away with so much shaky cam and mm-hmm. visual distortions to cover up your lack of special effects. But other than that, it's fine. That's all I'm looking at, Jason. What do you got? Well, you've only got 400 other movies oh, on Tubi to get. I'm going to find it, you sons of bitches. And if anybody knows what that movie is, please let me know. Yeah, sounds interesting. I uh, checked out The Deep House. Um, oh. It's about a, basically a haunted house underwater. underwater. Yeah, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, that was a good one. It's not great. I was not mad there at it. There was something, the premise, for some reason, there was just something about it. This guy at work was telling me um, uh, about it being a haunted house underwater. Yeah. And I don't know why that sounded compelling to me, but I was sold. Sure. Like, right away, for some reason. Yeah. Haunted house underwater. That's all I needed to hear. Sure. Um, it wasn't bad. No. It just wasn't great. You know what killed it for me? It was about, I mean, I gave it like a five. The actress. Every time she talked, she sounded like she was having an orgasm. To me. And I get it. You're underwater and you're kind of like, you know, struggling for breath. But like yeah. even before that, oh, oh, you're so funny. Oh, oh, you're giving me a hard time. Oh. Ooh, there goes my erection. <laughs> hey. Uh, we watched uh, Critters 2. Lovely. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio in that one, right? Not that one. Which one was he in? Uh, this was a return of Scott Grimes again. Okay. He's yeah. in one. He's like I think eight, he might be in three. Eight-year-old. Give or take. Yeah, maybe part three. Yeah. We're wow. working our way through them. Oh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Okay. Does mm. it hold up, you think? Yeah, it was fine. Sure. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, I, if anybody likes Scream, you like this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just have to. They're very similar They're, in tone. Yeah. Pretty um, much exactly I like I like it better than Scream. I, I would put it... I would give just a little edge to the original Scream. Just a little bit. I think I go, I know what you did last summer. For the simple fact of the the Pacific Northwest atmosphere, mm-hmm. I think that plays into... The, it was in North Carolina. Was it really? Yes. It felt like very Pacific Northwest though, right? <laughs> like with the Yeah, it did. It had a very like... Well, Oregon coast kind yeah, of Yeah, Oregon or Maine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was like uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, I believe. Wow, okay. Uh, unless they were trying to pull something else off. You never know. Um, Deadware. Oh, Watch yeah. Watch this. I think oh. this was Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's recommendation? Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? This is not a good movie. Really? <laughs> he seemed to enjoy it. Sarah really liked it. Okay. Um, hmm. I had, I guess, probably being a computer dork. Oh, no. I really... It just, come on. <laughs> I'm like, that frame rate didn't exist in 1997. <laughs> no, no wonder you didn't like it. <laughs> the uh, DOS manuscript for that particular... Oh, no. Um, no, it, there was something about the, the pacing. Okay. Uh, the ending was a little lackluster. All right. Uh, let's see. Influencer. This is on Shutter right now. Just popped up, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Okay. Gave okay, it a good. gave gave it a six. Right on. Um yeah, I won't say any more because well spoilers. Oh, okay. I was curious about that one. Um it's solid from pretty much from start to finish. Good. Cool. Uh and Boogeyman two. Okay. I, I gave this a five. I oh. got this free from Sony after registering some other codes. And okay. uh I don't know if I've ever seen one. And I apparently haven't. there's a three also. There is. Oh my. Um it wasn't bad. I mean, it's fine. I've only seen the first one. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the one where the serial killer kills the kid's parents at the beginning? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. 
Says, and then she goes, she goes, she and her brother, I think, both go into kind of a mental ward. But yeah. the brother leaves right. on his own accord. She stays in, but then the boogeyman goes and starts just picking people off. So this has nothing to do with the first one at all. Oh, no? First one is like a whole supernatural situation. Oh, okay. So it's that – I wouldn't even call it a franchise. Well, I assumed that this was – supernatural at first yeah and then ultimately you're you know once you find out everything it's like well that, there's no supernatural element to this at all yeah no the first one is more of a dark entity kind of a yeah thing. is there any tie-in i don't think so now that Weird. now that you mention it so the characters and the backstory of the characters in part two was not the story of part one no oh well nope. I'll be completely different guy okay um yeah, I don't. I don't. There was an actual boogeyman in part one. Yes, then. and he could like he lived in closets, if I remember right. Okay, and there's this whole thing where like the main character grows a pair and tries to chase him into the closet, but then he comes out in like a hotel room somewhere. Oh wow, it's a whole ass thing. Okay, but I remember not being all that mad at the first one and being hopeful for the second one. And then being like, what the shit is this? Well, I wasn't let down because I hadn't seen part one. Okay. Well, I got it if you want to check it out. Uh, Third one I never even bothered with, but I assume it has nothing to do with anything either. Who knows? That's all I got. Right on. Maybe they're just boogeyman stories instead of like a tie-in. Well, then they should say something so that we know. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can't just be like, oh, boogeyman, here's a story about a pizza delivery guy. Or a guy guy that that dances a lot. (laughs) Some kind of a dance club (laughs) situation. Man. <laughs> Here's a guy with a lot of snot. No. <laughs> Buddy, what do you got, big fella? Uh, nothing this time. All righty. How about some immersion therapy then, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Immersion Therapy Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, Daddy. I love the title. It just cracked It doesn't up. make a lick of sense. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, was he really that shredded? He, I mean, for 1984. Five, yeah, he five. had good cardio. Sure. Yeah. Um, he, it, 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 we're not like in Arnold Schwarzenegger territory here <laughs> no. at all. And aside from the, the opening sequence like <laughs> of him doing uh, bicep curls for 13 seconds. I made it to the halfway mark. It's only an hour long, Jason. I, yeah. Come I on, to. Jason. So it wasn't so you, even... So you be- didn't see him flex. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't even that I was mad at the movie. It said, I'm coming off the heels of watching a whole month of fucking subtitles. <laughs> and and I had very few hours of today to do anything or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I fire it up, and I get to about, well, I'm fast-forwarding my way to the halfway mark. <laughs> and I, I literally said, and nobody else was home but me, out loud, I said, I'm not fucking watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I just so remember good. hitting this level of frustration from read <laughs> from reading, and I'm like, I'm not fucking watching this. Oh my goodness! I will say, 
that I probably wouldn't be resentful towards it because it seems kind of in line with Evil Dead 1, which I'm, I'm not resentful of Evil Dead 1. I'm more e- resentful of Evil Dead 2. Okay. The, the comedy. I'm going to tell you I think you would be I, – I mean, I can't say for sure because, again, it's Japanese and I feel like there's a quite a bit lost in translation. But this, to me, felt very much comedy to yeah. me. Oh, yeah, the whole foot thing. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> the, the severed head that attaches itself to the hand, the hand. and is now running around like a freaking spider. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. I, I only got to just where they're like – I guess it was the guy's buddy. Yeah. And the, they're like stabbing at him. And then the good the the, psychic. And then the muscle guy gets stabbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so up to that point, there was like, okay, they're attempting practical effects. Yeah. You know, there was like the chain that left his mouth and of then course. went into his eye. Of course. And I'm like, okay, well, they're at least going sure. for something like mm-hmm. part one did. Yeah. Like Evil Dead 1 did. But it was at that point, I'm like, I'm not fucking watching this. <laughs> uh, and then I went and watched uh, uh, Influencer. So. Okay. And I was happy with that choice. Very well done, sir. <laughs> I, I say finish watching it, but don't read the subtitles. I'm not going to read Just turn the volume off. <laughs> yeah, turn the volume off and just watch it. It's, uh, silly. it's ridiculous. I would say I got some chuckles out of it I just because of the fucking bananas absurdity of it. Um, it is very, I felt very much a knockoff of Evil Dead 2. Just trying to ratchet up the silliness to like an extreme level. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. I had fun with it. You know, silly as shit that one. Right on, man. I, we, buddy, we have pushed Jason Harrell's literacy to its <laughs> utmost limits. Tell me, you have something in English for us? Yes, I don't I do. have time for your literacy and reading. <laughs> Listen, man. I already read like four pages this week. I can't be reading anymore. <laughs> it's Doc Nick <laughs> Just kidding. All right, this week, let's check out 2019's The Dare. It's about a rare family night for Jay that takes a brutal twist when he awakens in a basement with three other prisoners. As their vengeful captor runs riot, Jay engages in a twisted battle to solve the puzzle to his past and save his family's future. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. You said streaming on Tubi? Yeah, Tubi, Prime, um, and somewhere else. Anywhere else. <laughs> Fine streaming Quite horrors. Quite a few places. Streamed. We dare you. hey <laughs> Uh In the meantime, how about a little education of Darian? Yeah. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am in the uh, Army, and I am doing some training ops in the Deep South. Me and my squad have stumbled upon a Confederate graveyard full of bones and other artifacts, which are, now that I think about it, probably worth some money. But because we're a bunch of screwhead kids in the 80s, we're just going to fuck the whole thing off and uh, party with the skulls and use them as target practice. This, of course, will cause the Confederates to raise up and uh, start killing us off in the middle of the night. I am, of course, the Supernaturals. Fellas, have you seen this one? Native. Uh, st- uh, streaming on Tubi, a really bad transfer. So it stars Lieutenant Ohura as like the 
captain of the fucking army squad. Hmm. LeVar Burton in there and uh, a bunch of other recognizable 80s faces whose names I can't fucking put a face to. You're like, hey, yeah, that guy. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> you look familiar. Who might I be this week, you ask? We do ask. Well, I am an awkward gentleman who has <laughs> just recently lost my very attached and somewhat domineering mother. Uh... I have a bit of a problem letting go of her, so to speak. So I need to fill the void that she left by finding some female companionship. Unfortunately, I'm a bit of an incel, but that's the bad news. The good news, I got a flamethrower and a fireproof chamber I've made in the basement. So I think chicks are going to think that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Thank you very much for joining us here in the padded room this week. Join us next week starting off Terradome Month. (laughs) Uh, All of our titles from next month are going to be from our one-off Terradome competitors. If you haven't chosen a fighter yet, inmates, go to paddedroompodcast.com, click the Terradome link, Check out the bracket. It's already set up for you there. We don't have to even fuck around with that anymore. Uh, see who you like. See who you don't like. Uh, so far, Sammy Kerr, Rawhead Rex, and Jimmy Bones are taken. Everybody else is wide open. Should we go ahead and make our picks, gentlemen? Sure. No? Buddy says no. Oh. No, no. Oh, that's because he hasn't looked at the bracket. He should probably, you should look at the bracket. I had my pick last week. You, can, you still want him? Yeah. All right, you, you still want Horace Pinker? Yep. All right, we're putting Jason down for Horace Pinker. I wanted Sammy Kerr, but fucking Tom Hardy said no. Fair enough. I put me down for, um, oh, shit. I am going to go with, uh, I am going to go with uh, The Collector from Demon Knight. All right. Billy All right. Zane himself. Yeah. Okay, so these have to be like character, like people, or can they be a type of supernatural? Well, we have a, a list of people that are in there. Who did you have in mind? The Wraith from It Follows. Unfortunately not. Okay, <laughs> then I will take Lopan. Uh, no. No? No. Who? David Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China. Is oh. that who you were thinking of? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. No, he's not in there either. Go look at the bracket All right. and then decide. <laughs> well, oddly enough, we had the follower from It Follows on there, but we had to kick four people we had out. To, we had to cut four, and that was one of the That four. was one of the ones that we cut. Okay. And now that, you've, now that we bring it up, I'm kind of glad that we did because really it just chases you down and humps you. And you would have had to have fucked it. That's the thing. Or fuck somebody else that right. fucked it. So yeah. that's a whole thing. How am I going to explain how... Uh, Rawhead s- Rex had sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the name pretty much says it all, right? There's Raw Dog Rex. <laughs> Raw dog. I told him to wear a condom. Does he listen to me? No. Oh, shit. All right, inmates. Uh, next week, we're kicking it all off. So uh, go over to paddedroompodcast.com and check the whole thing out. Gentlemen, you have anything else on the week? No, that's it for me. All righty. For Rawhead Rex, the collector from Demon Knight, the Terra Dome st- starting off next week. Um, oh, did I say what movie we're doing next week? Yeah. Uh, Join well, us next week I'm for, not sure. for Raw, raw for Dog, dog Rex. Raw dog. <laughs> dog Rex. Uh, kicking off uh, Terra Dome month. Uh, one-off villains who are not parts of any kind of franchise. Cemeteries in the middle of the night, exploding coffins, serial killers that come back and can haunt houses 
while they're still alive, I think, and also start kickstart zombie apocalypses. Why not? And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Uh, Have a great week.